Hi, this is Dr. Tom Vergus, and this is CQ for Global Leaders. A few years ago, I attended the birthday party of a friend of mine. Now, what made this party unusual was that it was held up in Arnhem Land. For those of you who are not familiar, Arnhem Land is right at the very top end of Australia. It is actually indigenous country. So in other words, you need permission to go into that land. And this is right in the middle of nowhere. So they had to truck everything in. And I mean everything. Tables, chairs, refrigerators, tents, toilets, cutlery, sheets, sleeping bags, cooking utensils, everything had to be shipped in and set up in this place. And there were 70 guests and the guests came from all over the world. And just to give you an idea, so I live in Melbourne. We had to fly from Melbourne up to Darwin, which is like a four and a half hour flight. We had to get into the car and drive for three hours to a city called Catherine. We then jumped into a light plane and flew for 50 minutes. And then we jumped into a four-wheel drive and drove for an hour. That is how remote it was. And as you can appreciate, after a journey like that, you bet the expectations were really high to have a really good party. Anyway... The point that I wanted to say was this was right on the very, very edge of the top of Australia. So across the Arafura Sea. And there is tremendous fishing there because this is protected water. So there's no commercial fishing. I'm not a fisherman, but there were a number of people there who loved fishing. And they were talking about how great the fishing was. On one morning, this particular group of people who were from another country said, we're going to go fishing. They jumped into their utility truck, and just as they were about to drive off, someone said, hey, we've got to get some beer to take fishing. Great. So off they went. They opened up the fridge with plenty of beer. They took the beers, put it down in their truck, and off they went. Later that afternoon, another group who had been bushwalking came back. And by the way, it's really, really hot up there. It's really in the tropics. And someone in the group said, oh gosh, I'm so looking forward to having a nice cold beer after this hot walk. They opened up the fridge and the response was, where's the beer? There's no cold beer. And let me tell you, I'm being polite and not using any of the language that they were using. They were upset. They were really upset. What were they upset about? Was it the fact that there was no beer? No, it wasn't that. What they were upset about was the fact that there is a certain unwritten rule, a tacit rule in camping is that when you take the beer out of the fridge or anything else like that, you replace it. So there was plenty of beer. The point was you had to replace the beer so that there is always cold beer 
in the fridge. A great example, by the way, of tacit rules of culture. Because unless you are familiar with that rule, unless you are familiar by doing lots of camping, you would never even know that. As that first group didn't know that rule. So you can appreciate, here we had a group of very upset people. Lo and behold, the day moves on. It's the end of the day. The group comes back from fishing. They are really enthusiastic. Caught lots of fish and they're very happy. They have absolutely no idea of the flare-up that had occurred earlier on in the campground. I was party to this. I was observing this. And I thought to myself, now, should I say something to the group who took the beer? Or should I just mind my own business? And of course, being an intercultural consultant, I couldn't help myself, could I? So I went over and just very casually had a conversation with the leader of the morning group. And I said, can I provide you some feedback on something? And he said, of course. First thing, you always have to ask people if they want feedback. There's no point otherwise giving feedback. And I then went on to explain what had occurred. And he was aghast. He said, oh, my God, I didn't realize. I didn't know. If I had known, of course, I would have replaced the beer. He was so embarrassed. I said, no, it's not a big deal, but I just thought you should know because I'm sure it was unintentional. You just didn't know. He said, no, I was completely unaware. He said, thank you so much for bringing it to my attention. I will rectify it went over to the bushwalking group and said, really, really apologetic. I'm very sorry we did that. And anyway, it started the conversation. And in fact, what the fishing group did that evening was they did the cooking and they did some of the barbecue and they, they cooked some of the fish that they had caught. And it was really fantastic because they did the dishes that, from their culture, which was in fact really delicious. So it, in fact, it became a really nice meal. It was a great bonding experience and it was something to laugh about. And of course, it provided a good story for this podcast, didn't it? <laughs> and I've used it at a number of times in different seminars. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that it was risky. I took a risk. I wanted to be the bridge between these two different cultural groups. And I was able to do that. As a global leader, you are constantly the bridge. You are the bridge between head office and the satellite offices. You are the bridge between senior leaders and lower level leaders. You are the bridge between your firm and the customers, between your firm and the suppliers. You are the bridge sometimes between finance and IT, between marketing and procurement. You are constantly the bridge, whether you realize it or not. You are constantly bridging different cultures. They could be ethnic cultures. They could be organizational cultures. They could be divisional cultures. They could even be regional cultures. My reflection point to you is, what can you do to be a better bridge builder? How can you constantly be aware of the bridges that you are building and ensuring that you are building strong bridges? And 
having the courage at times to build a bridge when you observe something and others don't it takes the courage to step into that place to be the bridge builder you've been listening to seek you for global leaders with me dr tom vergus to find out more please reach out either via phone email or our site culturalsynergies.com <music>